When I start, From the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. From coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to uclhockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different types of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Buy Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins, Colorado. Desert Toyota in Tucson. Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas and Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. By Amdrive, our boost and burn is specifically designed to help you get active, get lean, burn fat. Get yours today at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in hockey fans to another Monday night, another episode of Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight, 15 stories high over the Colorado River in Laughlin, Nevada. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on the beautiful island they call Long Island. Paul, how are you? Uh, you might want to rehearse that opening a little bit. <laughs> what open? I was scrambling just to get on board, and I may be cut off because I don't even know if my phone's got enough power to uh, continue through the show, but we'll find out. Well, I mean, that whole island called thing is... <laughs> really? Jeez. Oh, you couldn't figure out you where like that, that was going, huh? You didn't like that? <laughs> you didn't even like it. You were like, oh, crap, what did I say? How do I say this? How do I get out of this, idiocy? <laughs> exactly. Well, I will tell you that uh, it's Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs. We got about two weeks left of the college hockey season. Last night, Paul, the numbers came out um, as far as 16. Then we found out where 1 through 16 were going. and. Um, there's been a little griping, to say the least, uh, as far as what's happening. Oh, please. <laughs> Is that fair? Oh, please. Well, <laughs> let's just say this. There's only one group of people that's griping about this. Oh, no, there's another one. Really? It would be Fairbanks. They're a little bummed out. No, that's a, that is a different. It's a different type of gripe. That is, but, that but is completely still a gripe. different. 
But that's a legitimate. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't say that. I just said there's a, okay. another group they, they, that will be they, unhappy. They got caught by the fact that, as I said last night, one more game. Um, and they got caught by the fact that um, that there were enough upsets, like Colgate winning the ECAC over the three teams uh, in Quinnipiac, Harvard, and Cornell that were seemingly already in. Um, they needed, um, I mean... You know, just everything that could have gone against them over the weekend did until it was too late when St. Cloud finally beat CC. But nothing went their way this weekend, unlike the weekend before where everything seemed to go their way. Yeah, well, you know, um, I hate to say I said so, but I said so. Um, It was going to be rough with the parody this year because anybody, as you've mentioned many times, could beat anybody. And when that started happening, Paul, um chaos as you like to say could happen and that's clearly what happened there was more teams yeah there were more teams that maybe uh on paper didn't deserve to be in but they won at the right time and unfortunately that's a disadvantage of not having a conference tournament you know they needed anybody to be play b to lose to bu in the finals but merrimack who they lose to in the finals who did you beat in the finals? Merrimack. Um, you know, so, you know, it just was a tough, tough, tough week for the Nanooks. And uh, my heart goes out to them because they did everything, literally everything they possibly could have. Not going to argue with you a bit on that. I mean, they, uh, they basically won two out of every three games. Now, yeah. I mean, geez. I mean, there are teams that, I mean, I don't know what else they could do. They basically beat, they, they lost one game against teams that that were below them in the pairwise. One. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, is the disadvantage of not having a, uh, a conference tournament. Because, as you said, one more game, maybe it would have been one more game to play that, that one more win in the conference tournament that could have propelled them. Um, I mean, we just don't know at this point, but that's the unfortunate part. And um, we hope that this will some point spur on the NCAA to expand the tournament we hope that this will spur on uh, programs to, to get it together and, and join a conference or form a conference or do what it takes to get that done. Um, so anyway, uh, it left us with 16 teams. Um, I don't think uh, anybody was particularly surprised um, last at, or yesterday afternoon, I should say, um, when they were announced. The one thing that I was surprised with, Paul, and I think, this means something. And we didn't talk about it much last night when we had Nick Maxson on and we went through this kind of line by line. But uh, as I thought about it over the night and into the day today, I'm going like, boy, Denver getting the four seed, the, the fourth overall seed, and Michigan getting the third, that really might turn out to be um, what keeps Denver from winning a national championship. Uh, hear me uh, out. Okay. Hear me out on this. I, I can hear you sighing and thinking about it. So hear me out on this. If Denver's a three seed, and I'm not taking away from any other team now when I bring this up, but if Denver's a three seed, they're playing in a bracket against the two seed, which is Quinnipiac. And uh, I'm not going to say that Quinnipiac isn't good enough to win this whole thing because they certainly are. They've proven it all year. They've won 30 games. They've lost four, and they've tied three. But here's the thing. Uh, with the experience and the depth of Denver, if they would have gotten a semifinal matchup with um, Quinnipiac, instead it looks like they're on a collision course to uh, to meet up with Minnesota. If that, if that matchup had wound up Michigan-Minnesota in the semifinals, 
the national semifinals. That, I believe, would have given uh, Denver a chance to get into the championship game. And then, as you know, anything can happen. But right now I'm worried because if Denver gets through their region, and I think they will, they're going to meet up with either a really good Minnesota team, a really good St. Cloud State team, sorry, Canisius, or a really good Minnesota State team. I think they can handle Minnesota State and St. Cloud. I'm not sure in a one and done they can handle that all-star roster, as you like to say, from Minnesota. Well, see, here's the thing. You had two brackets that basically had to have certain teams in those brackets. So if you're saying that they were set up ahead of time, the, the brackets, that is, Right, and and which group would go where, and I don't know if that is how that would would uh, no, work. No, I, but I'm not saying but, that at all. Well, no, but that makes a difference because, first of all, Quinnipiac basically, even though they weren't technically the host, Quinnipiac had to go to Bridgeport, and Penn State had to go to Allentown. Let's let's not put our heads in the sand and don't think money doesn't have something to do with this. No, no, no. I think you're missing my point. I, what I'm saying is the the RPI, the decision-making, whatever it was, uh, Denver and Michigan were very, very close. Um, and by Denver becoming the fourth overall seed, it means that they're in a bracket with the number one overall seed. Had they been the three seed or the two seed, they would have been in a bracket against those two. So it's a big disadvantage, I, I feel, that they got stuck in the bracket with the number one overall team, no matter what you think of, in your terms, the other maroon and gold. Um, I think that this put them in a position, um, had they had they just maybe defeated CC and, and locked down the number three spot, they would have been in a bracket with Quinnipiac to get to the national championship game instead of against Minnesota. Well, I haven't seen anywhere, and I'm not saying it's not out there, but I haven't seen it, that made the, the reasoning because the, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not exactly the a, a genius when it comes to this. And I don't know, I'm still trying to figure, I'm sure that, um, there was some sort of whatever PCW is, pair, uh, whatever that is. And I probably should look it up and and, and, and figure it out because that was the difference. <laughs> Why? Why start now? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know why I would do that, but. You know, <laughs> all I'm saying is it, the the only thing that has numbers by it in the brackets are the one, two, three, and four seeds, and we all know that one and four are in the same bracket, and we all know that three and two are in the same bracket. And all I'm saying is, had Denver somehow locked down the three spot, they were in the three spot until Sunday. They were holding down that spot. If they right. had been in the three spot, they would have had to go through the bracket that included the number two team, Quinnipiac, instead of being the four seed and having to go through the number one. And I know what people will say is like, oh, yeah, well, you got to go through the best to be the – I get all that. I get all that. But I would much rather take my chances versus the number one seed in the title game. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not 100% sure that that's accurate. What, what What's not accurate? I mean, they have numbers by them. Yeah, I get that. Uh, my my point being is okay. Pairwise comparison wins, so I don't know what the heck. I I guess common opponents, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to look at the same time. <laughs> you know, not that. Like I said, Paul Hornstein doing research during the podcast. Well, Got somebody has to. It's not like anybody <laughs> anyway, else does. But it, it, it's a mute point at this point because they well, are because where they are. Once again, I don't know. 
because we we also have to include first round matchups with okay if you flip if you flip michigan and denver if you look on the pairings and you flip michigan and denver there is no problem because michigan yes actually there is what is it oh no denver not quinnipiac but it's not that there's nothing on that the only thing that would be flipped differently is denver would be in the bracket with quinnipiac which means that either quinnipiac or denver or somebody out of that that group would get to the finals of the championship match or game and would have to compete against the others. So uh, by putting Michigan three, they, they assured the NCAA, the pairwise, whatever, assured that Minnesota and Michigan cannot meet until the title game. Well, and if whatever. you don't think, if you don't think there are a million people that would love to see that uh, in the championship game, then you're sadly mistaken because I can tell you there are a million and a half people that would like to see Minnesota and Michigan meet up for the national championship. Okay. Is, is that is that before or after those people in one of those places <laughs> is done griping about their, their bracket? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with Fargo? Like the NCAA, they don't like us. It's an eco bias. What's what's wrong with Fargo? Fargo's a nice place, and you got Canisius. You got the number sixteen seed, and right. and you got three of your or two of your buddies. Um, they're against you. You got Bob Motzko, uh, yeah. going against his former team. You right. got Mike Hastings with Minnesota State. You got Brett Larson at St. Right. Cloud State. Right. Well, what's not to like about that bracket? That's everything that's great about Minnesota hockey. Um, <laughs> if we'd have brought UMD in and replaced them with Canisius, it would have been first, perfect. Or Bemidji all, State. First of all, I'm not saying I was the one complaining. I know. I'm just telling people. What are you complaining about? You're the state of hockey. Don't you want all your teams together? Think you how know. easy it would be to go go see all these great teams. Well, don't forget, it's unfair that they're trying to sell tickets for a venue that's already sold out. <laughs> yeah. Well, where do you want to play it at, the Ralph? Where? You heard me. Eleven thousand plus seats in the Ralph. Well, I'm listen. I'm just I'm just rehashing their idiotic arguments. Oh yeah. And by the way, the NCAA says you can't play at the Ralph. But the NCAA says you can play the women's championship game at Amsoil. Eh, hypocritical. Well, well, okay, I'm I'm sure that um, I I, listen. I okay. No offense to any any other university or any other building in college hockey. No offense at all. But the best building in college hockey resides on the campus of the University of North Dakota. And you got to get over yourself, people. You got to get over yourself. And when you have a seat that is that is 11,000 perfect seats for an NCAA tournament or a regional, get over yourself. So there's a couple of logos out there that the, the guy that donated $100 million to the program or whatever wanted on the building to pay, pay tribute. Um, Get over yourself, okay? Go play well, some some games there and bring in the true college atmosphere. That's well, first, what it's about. It's not about filling up uh, Amelie Arena or or anywhere else. And if you can play the women's on, on a campus rink, basically, I mean, I guess technically Duluth is not on the campus, but who uses that building more than the uh, University of Minnesota Duluth? I don't know. You would Whatever. know. I wouldn't. But Whatever. first of all, We've already gotten into that whole uh, logo thing, and we don't. And I'm still. I would. You and I will be long gone, and uh, maybe by the time any of our uh, we it would be the time that we would have great 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 grandkids. The NCAA could tell us what the difference is between Grand Forks and Tallahassee. Because I don't think there is one. Except about 3,000 miles and about 3,000 degrees temperature. 
Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the okay. only difference. Anyway. Um, you know what? And, and, and the, the NCAA has just got to get it together. That's what they have to do. Okay. And we, you know, once again, we, 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 I have that problem solved, NCAA. Just come to me. And even if you don't get different conferences, you, you, you don't want to realign, I can still solve your problem. <laughs> and you'll make could, more, folks. And you'll make more could. money. And you'll make more money. And you'll well, then actually... save it till the NCAA dissolves and there's like their own uh, college hockey league or conference. Well, it's or kind of the NCAA is kind body. of well. We talk, we when you when you look up hypocrisy, but um, <laughs> their logo sits next to the word. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know, so we can sit there and and. You know, deal with those crybabies, and that's what they are. I don't care. They can, they can, they can hate mail me all they want. Well, I think there's two regionals. I said it last night, and I think we have to. I, I said tonight's show would be about a digger deep and um, I, uh, digging deeper. How about that? That makes a little more sense. And. Um, and the way I see it, Paul, there's two really, really, really tough regionals. That would be the Fargo regional because if anybody thinks that Minnesota State and St. Cloud State and Minnesota aren't going to be battling it out, um, the state of hockey just across the Red River into Fargo, North Dakota, um, you're sadly mistaken. That is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, the second one that I think is Michigan and Colgate, Penn State and Michigan Tech because uh, that also – and the PPL Center in Allentown, Pennsylvania, will also be a bloodbath. Uh, there will be hatred um, from almost every side of the bracket, if you will. Now, we said, and I think that, as you should affectionately call them, the crybaby said, Quinnipiac's got an easy road to the Frozen Four. I think they do. I think they do. I think they got Merrimack. Um, who they'll beat. I think they've got Harvard or, or Ohio State, who I think um, might be a little overrated, certainly Ohio State. Uh, I don't think they're as good as um, their positioning in the tournament. And Harvard, we just don't know. We don't know about Harvard, where they're going to be or what's going to show up. So I think that might be the easiest region, which only leaves the Denver-led uh, region at SNHU Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire, where we have Denver, Cornell, Boston U, and Western Michigan. Um, Western Michigan got swept by CC on their home ice in right. the quarterfinals. Boston U, uh, we know there's a lot of logos next to their name, but we never know what team's going to show up. Mm. Cornell is Cornell, and Denver is Denver. So um, I think that's the way they break down to me. Well, uh, I'm going to say this. And I'm kind of putting it down in a certain uh, order right now on the bracket themselves. Okay. Um, the bracket integrity is pretty solid. I agree. Okay, when you look at the the... There, there are not too many switches here. One is playing 16. Uh, six is playing 11. Four is playing 13. Five is playing 12. Okay. So there's not that much um, there is not that much of a change. Okay. So you have one, two, three, Four. Four of the four matchups that are perfectly bracket integrity have perfect bracket integrity, including, by the way, Fargo. Right, and and I think if uh, One Minnesota, 16, if Minnesota could have their their uh, their way, though, and they'd like to have their way, I think they would gladly give up a trip to Fargo and would gladly take a trip to Bridgeport if they could flip with Quinnipiac. Because well, I think they think that the road to uh, the Frozen Four and certainly the national championship game would be much easier for them 
to go against Merrimack or the winner of Harvard, Ohio State. And I know, I know I'm going to get hate mail, okay? But you're going to sit there and say, well, 6 and 11 is not bracket integrity with 1 and 16. It should be 8 and 9. It can't be because 8 and 9 is Penn State and Ohio State. They can't play each other in the first round. Penn State has to be in Allentown. So there had to be some moving around of teams. And they got as close as they could. So if as far as the bracket integrity is concerned, they did their jobs. You don't have to like it. But it wasn't a setup. No, no. Okay. No, it was... They weren't sitting there and being like, oh, East Coast bias. They hate us. No, no, it's bracket integrity as good as it could possibly be done. I think, I think what people are looking at now is um, going into Sunday afternoon. Oh, and by the way, by the way, just to make sure, okay, three and fifteen, Michigan and Colgate. Colgate can't be in true bracket integrity because they can't play Quinnipiac in the first round. Exactly, but so, what I'm saying is, I think going into Sunday, Paul. We had the top four teams, and we were talking about this, top four teams in the pairwise for about three or four weeks now, saying, like, is there any chance that that top four is going to switch? And it really wasn't going to. But what happened was that the top four um, just had one minor flip. Denver and Michigan traded places on the last weekend. And I think that, in a way, hurts Denver. We won't know until this is all said and done. But I think a lot of people would say, how come Quinnipiac didn't get the number one seed? And they still would have been in Bridgeport, but they would have gotten, um, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I just think that, that the griping is coming from the fact that you, you have a tough comp, you have a tough region. <laughs> That's just the way it is. But you know what? You foster that toughness because um, you want St. Cloud State to be good. You want Minnesota State to be good. You want Duluth to be good. You want Bemidji State to be good. You want St. Thomas to be good. You want Minnesota to be good. If you no, want don't. them all to be no. good, no, they're going to be they're going to be in a in, in you know that's going to happen in a sixteen team tournament. You got to put some in your bracket then if you want them all to be good. You're telling me, Paul, that the state of Minnesota wouldn't want it all of their NCAA teams to be in the tournament? Of course they would have. Well, then where would you put them? They, well, they, at some point in time, they have to that. play each other. I, I get that. That I'm. That is what I'm saying. I know, and that and that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, just just go win, go win the hockey game. Uh, quit griping about we, it and we, go we, do we, it. We have to sit there and and you have to understand the parameters that are set up for for not the. 16 teams that are in because there's a mathematical formula for that. But how the bracket gets set up. And you know, uh, I've had people argue with me that you shouldn't Hold on a minute. People talk to you? Uh, I, I try <laughs> to force my way into conversations. <laughs> okay. Just checking. And as long as there are 16 teams, this is the setup. Okay, now, if they want to change that, I can help them do that. Yeah. Can we also add, like, four more teams or something? Well, I, I think that's going to come. Four or eight? How about eight? 24 is a nice number. Well, I'd like to add eight more teams, period. Not just to the tournament. Yeah. Now you're getting greedy because they're trying but it's taken Because that would get you close to 70. Um, but closer over. Said, huh? Closer over 70. Well, right there anyway. If you had an eight. Well, yeah, I, yeah I, I assume that next year. Well, actually, there'll be 62, 63, 64 next year. So eight more would get you over 70. Yep. 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 Um, Assuming Stonehill actually plays a Division One schedule next year. Ooh, a little dig there. I'm just saying, I don't know. I assume they've had a year to figure that out, but I don't know. 
Anyway. Okay. I right. agree. Okay. First round. Oh, and that's another. That's another issue that came up today. These these same people crying about their regional are like when 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 I brought up the idea or one of my ideas about um conference winners getting top six seeds. Why should a weak conference get a top seed? Well, you want the game to grow, right? You want there to be more teams, right? Or do you? Well, maybe they don't. I don't. I, I could be wrong. I never got a response to that part about growing the game or getting more teams. But um, you think if they had on campus two out of threes for the first round and somebody um, had to go up and play at Canisius, that that place wouldn't be rocking and rolling? Especially... Yeah, this is all a conversation for the summertime because you well, I know, got... I, but I'm just telling you what the conversation was today. Now that the brackets are out, yeah. Well, suck it up, people. Just suck it up. It is what it is. I agree with um, that. Fairbanks is a little bummed out. Uh, a lot they're not out. in yeah, as they should be. Right. Yeah, sure, um, absolutely. And, and I'm sure other teams as well are a little bummed out that they're not in. But that's that happens every year. Every, Every year. single Every year. year. And and by the way, if you draw if you if you went to twenty You'd have twenty one and twenty two whining. Exactly. And you and if you went to twenty four You'd have twenty five and twenty six whining. Ex- <laughs> I yeah, get it. Exactly. I get it. So but the I thing mean, of it is when you get to twenty five and twenty six, they're probably not gonna have the numbers to justify being in the tournament. No, that's, they probably, that's my thought. They probably I think won't. At some, at some point, you're going to get there. I, I think the issue that I had with this whole thing right now is that um, you, you, you're you at 16, and I get it, but you could have gone to 20, and you wouldn't have changed as, as you're using the integrity of the tournament because there would have been four more quality teams that could have been uh, competitive in this tournament. But anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come okay. back. Let's dig in a little deeper to these, uh, we, we, we talked about who I thought, or I talked about who I thought the toughest conferences are, but let's talk about some of these matchups for the second half of the show and find out who we think um, no. matches up better. And there's also news, or at least, uh, you yeah, know. We'll give out a little news, because some guys are signing. Yeah, some stuff like that, yeah. 41 signed. Yeah, okay. yeah that, and, <laughs> and guys going other places. And... Yeah, the portal opened up today, didn't it? Yes, it did. Okay, we'll get back to that in just a minute. Okay. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel, Gensel. banks it towards the goalie. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on cap. 
campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, as well as its ghost kitchen, Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. championship pedigree, world-class coaching, first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. The Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all college hockey. Get a big school hockey feel with all of the educational advantages of a private education. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. A little special tribute tonight, Paul Hornstein, as uh, I decided that maybe it was uh, time to give a little shout-out to two teams that could be facing off for the national championship in the ACHA level. Uh, Adrian punched their ticket earlier today. Um, Liberty was battling it out right now. The number one team in the country might not stay. I don't know uh, the exact score, but I know that uh, uh, Liberty did score first. So how cool would that be? Have two of uh, our quote-unquote adopted teams in ACHA hockey going head-to-head for a national championship tomorrow night. Uh, always good. You know, down with that. Uh, good people. You know, deserve good things. Um, yeah, somebody somebody said that to me too, but apparently I'm not good people. Well, you, know. <laughs> you don't even know how to answer that one. <laughs> well, even if I did, and I'm not saying I don't, but that the, the, the correct answer would be boring. I wouldn't get any laughs that way. 
<laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in uh, in good measure because uh, both Gary Astalis and Kirk Handy have been fantastic. If uh, you follow the YouTube channel or anything on Twitter, um, great conversations with not only them but their players. They take time out. They, they break away from dinner uh, to talk. So it's all good. It's all good. Yep. Um, okay, so let's start with the news part of things. There are some signings. So let's start with the signings first of all, and then we'll jump into this thing we call the portal, which uh, – well, oh goodness! I, I don't gracious. have. Obviously, we don't. Yeah, I mean, we we'll, we can we'll definitely look at the, we can look at the signing for sure. I mean, well, we need to talk about a couple that I know of right out the get go. Number one is Josh Doan signed his contract last Thursday. Played his first game with the Tucson Roadrunners Friday night. I uh, made my way there and uh, was able to talk to Josh and and watch him play. And um, I thought it was interesting that Coach Potvin put him in a, a bunch of different situations and then turned him over to uh, the kid line, if you will, Colin Tyson, uh, Nathan Smith, and Josh Doan for Saturday night's contest, which surprisingly they got a win. So um, against the number one team in uh, almost all of the AHL, certainly the Pacific Division, the Calgary Wranglers. Well, I hadn't heard about Josh Doan signing. Hadn't you? I just thought I'd bring it up then. I'm glad you glad you keep track. Well, you know. <laughs> Also, like Demetrius Kumanzis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to the ECHL. Uh, so apparently, by not signing with Calgary, they renounced his uh, his rights, and he's right. free to free to go wherever he wishes. So he's going to Idaho. Uh, Chris Grando got his first goal for uh, Jacksonville. Anybody surprised at that at all? That kid has come in on the last part of the season. You know. Um, so you look around for some of the other guys that have signed. Um, you know, obviously some guys played a little bit longer, um, in terms of, you know, cause their teams were still in it. Um, but, uh, as far as seniors signing, uh, we do know that Hunter and, and guys that have signed and left early Hunter McCown signing with Columbus. Three year entry level deal and going to Columbus, not to the, uh, AHL from what I understand. Well, we'll find out. Um, as as we look at the as the Bedard watch continues, uh, Devin Levi going to Buffalo. Yep, not oh. surprised there at all. Oh, Wyatt Kaiser going to Chicago. Already playing with the Blackhawks. I think he already scored, maybe or got an assist. Yeah, I'm just saying these are the guys that have left early. Um, I'm sure Tyler Clevin's announcement's coming soon. I'm sure it is. Um, Jacob Semick signed with. Um, No, he didn't sign with that. Who the heck did he sign with? Um, can't remember off the top. Utah Grizzlies, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, Utah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's up there with uh, Jack Becker and, and uh, Willie Neerham. What about Johnny Walker? Isn't he still there? He's in Utah. That's what I said. Utah Grizzlies. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Neerham and, 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 and Becker are in Idaho. Sorry about that. Yeah. They're up there with Como. Yeah. But, yeah, Johnny's still there. Um, you know, so, um, this is that season, right? I mean, where guys that are done playing their college teams, they go sign, you know, or hope, you know, whether it's guys leaving early or, or, or guys, uh, finishing up their, their college careers and, and, and going to sign, um, that's Tis the season as they yeah. say. Yeah. And there'll so. be a flood more coming once the NCAA uh, t- uh, seasons end for teams in the tournament, which starts on Thursday, by the way. Right. Thursday, get, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Right. You'll get players that are on the 12 teams that don't advance to Tampa signing uh, next Monday and Tuesday, maybe earlier. You know what else opened up today, Paul? That nasty, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, or however many letters it is, six-letter word, the portal. Why is it nasty? Because uh, it, it's ruining things. But anyway, that's just my own personal thought. Well, um, first of all, it's here to stay, so people need to get over that. I know. And that, second that of all, Second of all, um, you have at least two teams that have to fill rosters next year. And by filling rosters, you're talking 10 or more players. Okay. Well, at least. 
Did you have Robert did, Morris did coming back? Did I not say and more? Ten or more? Did you have Robert Morris coming back? And, you know, they're not going to sign 20 freshmen. So that leaves a lot of places for somebody to play. Uh, Augustana starts next year. And once again, they're not going to sign 20 freshmen. And who knows? Maybe there's a third or a fourth team that surprises us out of the blue. I assume Stonehill's got to sign some guys out of the portal this year, too. So that's really three teams that need to be filled. Right, and and I get that part of it, and I'm not I'm not saying the portal's bad for that part of it. I think there's got to be some some regulations a little bit on it though, because, and I know they're trying to tighten it up a tad, but, um, you know, it's just too easy now to walk in and walk out. I mean, I know coaches get fired, and I know coaches take other opportunities. I get that, and well, if that happens to if if that happens to your team, then I agree. You you should have the option to rethink uh, your commitment. If your coach leaves in the middle of your your scholarship or whatever your four year career in college, but you just just because you're frustrated, um, you know, and and the same it goes the same thing for coaches. I don't think coaches should be able to go, okay, well, I'm I'm upset with you now. You didn't do anything wrong except you didn't perform yet to the point that I wanted you to. So, um, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to play you. I, I don't I don't believe in that either. So well, I think it goes both ways. See, here's here's the problem. Okay. Uh, every year, there's one position that has, percentage-wise, more players there than the other positions. I know that center position, right? Oh, it's the center, all right. <laughs> it's the centerpiece. The c- <laughs> okay. How many forwards do you have on the ice? Um, Three at a time. Uh, def- defenseman? Two at a time. Okay, goalies. Um, only one that I know of. Right. So unless you're some teams that I watch play ball, they play with five goalies. Okay. And one guy that just skates around looking for the puck. Okay, but the point is that, um, you know, there's a large, com, 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 if you a side by side comparison, the number of goalies that get on the ice and the number of goalies in the portal is always going to be bigger because they want to play. And there's only one net. And you don't really that. see. But you know, Paul, that starts at Pee Wee, Mite, Squirt. I understand Phantom. that. But you, I, there's only one net there too. I, I understand that, but I'm, but I'm just pointing it out because not every team is going to be doing what St. Cloud did this year. Basically no, but if you're the it, time evenly, if you're a goaltender, you you understand what it is, right? It is what it is, so to speak. Um, and you know that if you're a backup goaltender, you're just one injury away from playing, and sometimes playing a lot. Just ask uh, Magnus Corona and um, um, Matt Davis. Matt Davis, yeah, drawing a blank. Um, so you, you just ask them. You're just one injury away from from playing. So right. th- that goes with the territory, but, and, uh, you know, I mean, I know I they want to play, play and that's, com- that's competitiveness. I get it. But, uh, you know, I mean, may- maybe you got to think about that uh, before you make your commitment then, or I, I don't know. Not, that- that's another summer topic that-, that we'll get into, but okay. So the portal, Who- who's going into the portal that you know of Paul, uh, uh, who are the big names that are entering the portal and, do we think they're going to stay in the portal or are they going to return to their team? Because that is an option, correct? Well, yeah, it is an option. And, you know, we're still we're dealing with the last of the COVID situation. Right? And right now the, you know, the, the, the big name in the, in, in the, in, in the, in the portal is probably Red Savage. So far. And it just so opened up today. Yes, it just opened up today. Yes, I'm just saying that's probably the big name. Well, that is, and a lot of that's got to do with a lot of the. If there are bigger names out there, which there are, oh. a lot of them uh, still have still have games to play. Uh, they're in no, the tournament. Well, that's true. We have we we have to get to that point too. But of the of the teams that 
today opened up a 60-day window. Okay, so now, if you're a team that, if you're a player on the team on a team that, say, loses on Thursday night, your 60 days start on Friday. If you're a team that loses on Friday night, your 60 days start on Sunday or Saturday, and so forth and so forth and so on uh, through the tournament. You know, if you're the if you're essentially one, of those, one day after your season ends, correct? Correct. You have sixty days to to decide whether or not to go into the portal. Okay. Here's um, what I think, and let me throw this out there right now, and then you can go on. Um, here's what I think with the portal, though, is once you put your name in there, isn't it kind of like burning the bridge? I mean, I know some guys will go back, but man, if you're telling your coach, "Hey, coach, I want to go in the portal," unless the coach is telling you, "I think you should go in the portal." How hard is it to come back and reestablish yourself um, when that's out there? I assume that would have something to do with the circumstances of why you're going in. True. Absolutely true. Not every kid that goes into the portal is going in because there's something uh, negative about their situation. Okay. Uh, Noah Prokoff is in the portal for CC. For him, it could be a numbers game. Well, no, but seen. part of it, well, that's exactly it. You, you, CC is not quite Ivy League in terms of, of they don't have grad students playing on their, you know, playing because the programs don't really exist. So that's not a negative. Noah Prokop's not going on the portal because he's got a problem at CC. Except they don't really have classes for him to take. So he can't play if there's no classes to take. Now, it's probably yeah, a little I'm more glad- complicated than that. but Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly glad that wasn't around back in the 80s when you were in college because you, what would you have done? Um... <laughs> You could, you couldn't have played if there weren't classes to take. Well, you there were classes to take, but did you take them? Oh yeah, I always took classes. Did you attend them? I think so. Okay, <laughs> Charlie, if you're if you're listening, Charlie, turn it off, plug your ears, put headphones on, do something to block the sound. Um, I I, I, I just I there. I honestly just I just don't remember. <laughs> I might Boy. have. Boy, is that something? Anyway, I killed a few brain cells. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, so the portal opened up for for a lot of teams now that ended their season um, today, and then they'll uh, they'll change uh, or ended their season over the weekend, um, and then things will open up like you said. You one day after your team ends, you can uh, start your sixty day window right. and uh, move if you choose or wish to. Um, Right. And there, like we said, there'll be more multiple signings and all of that stuff. So, um, what else do you have to have to bring up today, Paul? Is there anything else that's on your mind with five minutes to go on the show? Well, I'm gonna get the. Uh, um, there was some news out of Anchorage today. I'm listening. Um, the the the, you know the the the. Group the fifth line uh, put out on their website that uh, there will be some renovations going on. It uh, the sports center there, the Carlson Sports Center, I believe is the name of it, up there in Anchorage. And um, s- supposedly. As as we look it up, I mean, um, as they post it up on their website, um, uh, a, a few things that uh, are going on. Um, they are all. It says here that uh, they're getting a donation for one of their big businesses up there, Avis, Alaska, that they're going to redo. They said, redo the Carlton Center. 
and uh, they're working on plans for a new campus arena. So that's a, that looks like it. They say it'll hold about three thousand. So um, that is uh, really, really good news for the Seawolves. Yeah. That means things are back, is what I take that to mean. Well, you know, um, it's kind of like ASU in Oceanside, which did they finish demolishing that building today, by the way? I don't know. I wasn't I don't there. Know. I'm in Laughlin. Or, by the that. way, Paul, you know what's going to happen overnight in Laughlin or outside of Laughlin in the mountains? 24 inches of snow on the second day of spring. Ew. Just ew. <laughs> you want some of that? You want some of that? No. no. We'll send you some if you'd like. I, I, I saw some yesterday. That's enough. <laughs> okay. I went to Albany. It was all piled up on, on the sides in the parking lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no. I'm good. Thanks. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, trying to get an update here. The last I saw at uh, the ACHA National Semifinal game, the last one before the championship game tomorrow, um, it appears that they're going to overtime, um, tied at two between Liberty and Minot State. And boy, oh boy, two good teams, but goodness gracious, there's a well oiled machine in Adrian. And uh, they are a team on a mission. So whoever gets the opportunity to play Adrian, you better buckle up. Well, Adrian's like, go ahead, go three or four overtimes. Yeah, absolutely. We're at home <laughs> resting. You go ahead and do it, folks. Yeah, you go play We're at all home night. resting. Play all night. So. You know, I believe Rick Zombo said that last year, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, I mean, things looking up, I mean, despite everything. Uh, that we want to complain about in terms of the NCAA um, and the tournament. Um, you know, I mean, we went from Fairbanks and Anchorage killing their programs to, to having them come back. And, you know, if they're going to build a an on-campus arena up there in Anchorage, that's awesome. You might even go there in January if they do that. No. No. <laughs> no. no. That no. was a quick no. No. No, just no. Just no. Just just letting you know. Right. Just They can no. take you by dog sled off the airplane if you need be. Yeah, no. Uh no. Just wear the big boots, the big heavy jacket. Yeah, no. A nice a nice winter cap, hat. <sighs> yeah, no. We're, we're you, you got time to think about it, so we'll we'll let you think about it yeah, for no a problem. few months. We'll think about it. Um, <laughs> no, no. So all I have to say is no. Okay, all I got to say is tomorrow night uh, we're scheduled to have Coach Powers on as we start our breakdown of the, uh, nice. the teams in our coverage area and uh, talk about their seasons, what what it was like, where they're headed, and also we'll get their thoughts on the. National tournament next Sunday night, of course, we will know our participants uh, in the uh, Frozen Four. So we'll talk about that and uh, continue on with uh, our guest coaches as we try to get through all seven before the uh, before the Frozen Faceoff takes place. I don't know if we'll get that. But I don't know if we will either, but we'll try because that's what we do. We try. Yep. <laughs> From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by... Summer Skates, whether you use your own name or number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHAM1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for Three Valley locations and more. San Diego State University. The best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University. 
or schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. My College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wing sidekicks and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. And whatever platform you get your podcasts from, subscribe, rate, and review. Help people find the show at ITHSW Podcast. That's all one word. ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com. Very well done, my friend. As I said, tomorrow night, scheduled to have the head coach from Arizona State University on, Mr. Greg Powers. And um, Wednesday night, Stephen and I will break down the uh, ACHA National Tournament, all the things that happened. And uh, good luck, Liberty. Good luck, Minot. But, man, I want Liberty and Adrian. Did I say that? Yes. Yeah, I did. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll hope for that matchup tomorrow and I get a chance to talk to both coaches. Maybe put them on together tomorrow. That would be kind of fun. But anyway, um, we'll, uh, we'll say good night to little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.